to pause and pray, a chance just to look at scripture, to take some time out, uh, to pause, to pray and to focus on what God's word might be saying to us. And we are continuing our series looking through the Gospel of Mark and today we're looking at Mark chapter 3 verses 31 to 35. So I'm going to read that now and you might want to have a Bible at hand as we look at this passage together. Then Jesus' mother and brothers arrived. Standing outside, they sent someone in to call him. A crowd was sitting around him, and they told him, Your mother and brothers are outside looking for you. Who are my mother and my brothers? he asked. Then he looked at those seated in a circle around him and said, Here are my mother and my brothers. Whoever does God's will is my brother and sister and mother. Well, uh, as Harperley famously wrote in To Kill a Mockingbird, you can choose your friends, but you sure can't choose your family. Uh, and family is one of those institutions that has been around perhaps right from the start of uh, human existence. It's probably the oldest institution in the world. And family can be a great source of love and care and support, particularly if you're blessed to be in that kind of family environment. But of course, as I'm sure all of us know, family can also be a place uh, of great challenge. It can be uh, a place of great pain, uh, of suffering, of division, uh, even in some uh, cases of uh, oppression and enslavement. And in society, family can be a great source of strength. Some people think of family as the bedrock of society, uh, the thing that holds society together, uh, keeps things stable, keeps people in check. But also, the family as an institution can be one which brings about great inequality, where wealth is kept within uh, the family ties. Uh, for those of people who are outside any kind of family, it can be quite challenging. It can be uh, a source of great wealth inequality. But despite some of these ills of family, and no doubt some of these experiences that people have of family, the idea of family is a, a metaphor that runs quite strong throughout Scripture. Uh, the people of Israel held their, their patriarchs, their matriarchs in the faith in great esteem. Uh, it was very important for them to be able to trace their family lineage uh, right back to Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, to demonstrate that they were of pure Israelite heritage. They were descendants of the patriarchs. And in the culture, uh, the time families were very tight-knit affairs. Uh, they were places where wealth was uh, kept within family, where wealth was handed down to generations. Uh, hence, throughout scripture, there are these commands to, to take special care uh, of those who have no family, those who are widows, or those who are orphaned, or those who are aliens, who are not descendants of Israel, but uh, have chosen to reside with the people of Israel. Those, those commands are repeated throughout scripture to take special care of those people. Because actually, in that society, in that culture, 
family was where uh, the wealth was. There was no such thing as a welfare state. And in terms of our relationship with God, the Bible also uses familial terms. We're spoken of as God's children. Uh, the people of Israel, uh, the prophets talk about the nation of Israel as, as God's bride or as God's wife uh, and God as Israel's husband. So it is in this context that we have this short passage uh, describing the situation that Jesus is in. Uh, and it's in this context that we find Jesus saying really what probably would have been quite radical words. Jesus uh, has lots of people gathered around him. Uh, he's gathered quite a crowd. He's uh, teaching them. And if you read a few verses earlier in Mark's Gospel, uh, you get the impression that Jesus' family had, had come to kind of to take him back, to take him away from all this, uh, to take him away from all the attention that he gathered for himself. We're not quite sure what was happening. Um, we're quoted that some of them even said, you know, he is out of his mind. Uh, of course, the Greek is slightly confusing because we're not sure if he's talking about his immediate family or, or some of his associates, maybe some of the people that he knew uh, as he was growing up. But his family have arrived uh, and they want to see Jesus. And we're not quite sure what the motive is. Uh, and we're not quite sure if their motive is something that is good. Perhaps it is to take Jesus back home. Perhaps they're, maybe they're looking to save face as a family. You know, what is Jesus doing getting all this attention? You know, he is just a Nazarene. He's just uh, a carpenter. He is not a rabbi. So when they arrive, Jesus, uh, it doesn't seem particularly bothered about getting up to go and greet them. Uh, instead, as he's talking, and as he's told his family are waiting for him, he looks around and he says, whoever does the will of God is my mother, or my brother, or my sister. This is what my family is. Now, of course, this could have been quite insulting. It could have been seen uh, as a rejection of his earthly family. But we actually we know that Jesus didn't reject his earthly family. Uh, his mother, Mary, was very close to him throughout his ministry. She was there uh, at his side on the day of crucifixion. Uh, his brothers were a key part of the early church. So we know that his earthly family uh, were not rejected. But what Jesus is doing here is being very radical uh, and inclusive in what he is defining as family. In his day and age, family was still a very exclusive affair. And we get this sense from reading stories like The Prodigal Son, where it was within the family that uh, the wealth was handed down. Family was still very important. Uh, and what Jesus is doing is is radically opening up this definition of what family is. Yes, of course, in some senses, the people have said, well, we're all children of Israel. We're all part of God's wider family. But, but in reality, the family was still a very exclusive thing. Uh, it was still something that caused this wealth inequality. And so what Jesus is saying is, is I'm giving you here a new definition of family. 
Look around you. These people, all of these people that do the will of God. These are your, your mothers, your brothers and your sisters. And this radical idea of family has uh, been continued in the early church. It was one of the, the ways they would describe church uh, in these familial terms. Paul, of course, writes uh, that we've been adopted as God's children. But then he also goes on to write about the church as the bride of Christ, uh, with Jesus as the head of the household. Uh, he wrote his letters to the, to the churches in very uh, familial terms, talking, referring to people as brothers or sisters in Christ. Uh, his colleagues, people like Timothy, younger colleagues, he would call them his son. In fact, with Timothy, he wrote to him and said, you know, you're to regard older people uh, as your mothers or your fathers, and those who are younger as your brothers and sisters. The family uh, was a very strong way of thinking about what it meant to be church and what it meant to be God's people. So if you think about today and what it means today, uh, some people find this idea of family quite difficult, particularly in thinking about the church. And no doubt that might be as a result of having a very bad experience within their own family. For some people it's because they don't have any family. Uh, and they see this idea of a focus on family as something that is exclusive. Uh, and I've toyed with the way we use the word family in church and to speak of what we do. Uh, and of course St John's and many other churches have uh, uh, a family service, in inverted commas, and that's something that we've had once a month to describe a service which might be a bit more geared towards young children. Uh, and actually, I've recently I've tried to steer away from using that term because surely every service should be a family service. Not because we want to gear the content towards uh, people with families and young children, but because as a church, we are all part of God's family. Uh, and I've noticed this term being used uh, at church a bit more, particularly in this past year, where people have said to me they've been so glad to have the church family around to support them. And that's such a wonderful thing to hear, because it means as a church we are more fully fulfilling God's will for us. To be his family on earth. To be the best and fullest expression of what it means to be a caring, loving and supportive family. And of course the challenge for the church is, is how do we foster that sense of care, love, support and intimacy of the best kind of family experience. But also do it in a way that is completely open, welcoming and inclusive and allows people to immediately come in and join this close-knit family. That, of course, is one of the key challenges of the church. It's something that uh, I think probably realistically we all wrestle with as uh, churches across the world. It's something that we can wrestle with at St John's. Uh, but be mindful of this vision of what it means to be his church, what it means to be a Christian, to be part of a new family, the family of God. Let's pray.
Heavenly Father, we give thanks for this redefinition of family. One that is open, inclusive, accepting of all. And help us as your children, as part of your church, your family on earth, to show that sense of love, support and care for others. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.